recovering from shoulder surgery. The Houston Texans placed running back Zonta Foreman on waivers on Sunday. Foreman was the Texans' third-round pick in 2017, but tore his Achilles in November of his rookie season and spent most of last year on the pup list and played in just one game. In baseball, according to Yankees manager Aaron Boone, Glaber Torres left Yankee Stadium late in the team's 7-4 win over the Red Sox and was taken to New York Presbyterian Hospital, where he underwent tests related to a core issue. No update yet on his status for tonight's game against the Orioles. And finally, Philadelphia Union captain Alejandro Bedoya used his goal celebration in Sunday's MLS game at DC United to call on Congress to act on curbing gun violence. The call to action follows a pair of mass shootings that left 29 dead in the United States this weekend. I'm Chris Bavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34 for our number two of the BFFs. This is our action hour here, back with you on a Monday. That's Frank Stample. I'm Greg Sussman. Great stuff from the Fantasy Hour. If you're looking for straight-up fantasy football content, make sure you check out that video on demand, wherever uh, you are watching or listening on demand. Uh, Frankie, how's it going? I'm doing very well, Greg. Happy Monday. Are you happy to be back here in New York on the show? I am. You were in Chicago over the weekend. I was, yeah. Did you have any uh, crazy stories like last time you went out for your own bachelor party? Where uh, basically you shut down a whole city? I do. What happened? So we did the boat, and I told you about, told you about that story, hour one. The Stone Cold Beer Bash. Stone Cold Beer Bash. It was great. Very fun. And then you lost your glasses. Right. Wasn't as fun. But after that, we were going to the beach, and I didn't know the beach had a no alcohol policy, which I guess a lot of beaches do. You just got to not be an idiot about it. But... We didn't like have covered anything. We just had literally bags of, of, of White Claw. You went on this White Claw sensation? Kind of. I'm not a big seltzer guy, but I, I get it. I mean, claw. they taste good. They're awesome. Um, I, I heard a saying over the weekend. Uh, there are no laws when, when you, you drink, drink the claw. claws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. Um, <laughs> so we had like, a ton of White Claws, some vodka, and some tequila. So there were two Ubers, one ahead of us and the one I was in. And that first one gets to the beach, and basically had their vodka confiscated by a cop, and they were going to be, like, given a, a ticket. And he talked his way out of it. So then for us, we're like, well, I'm not going to go to the beach. We have all this alcohol with us. Like, screw that. So we went back to the hotel. It's like 2.30. Like, you don't want to be in the hotel. It's the middle of the day in Chicago on a Saturday. And we basically looked out our window, and they looked like there was like, awesome, like, pool parties happening. But it wasn't like a pool party. It was like a pool with, like, it looked like a bunch of hot girls and um, some, some music. We're like, how do we get... There, because we had all this alcohol. I don't want to go pay to go to a rooftop bar. We had all this alcohol. We already bought. Yep. You know? So one of the other guys at the bachelor party and myself, we were, like, walking in the street. We found, like, the building that we saw, like, one of the rooftops. And it was, like, a residence. Like, like you live in your building. I live in my building, like, here in New York. Someone just lived in this building. It was called, like, the name of the building was the Sterling. So the security, the doorman, like, I guess, like, walked away on a break. Um, the maintenance guy that kind of, like, opened the door. 
So I just like walked right through as the guy I was with. We walked up the stairs rather than taking the elevator, then went to the, uh, the roof, and we just walked in. I like, looked around. I'm like, all right, I guess we're in. You're part of the party. You so now I got to get everybody else in. <laughs> now I got to get everybody else inside. So I, I made a friend, and her name was Marissa. And her and her friends were like hanging out, Marissa, Chloe, and Brianna. And I go to Marissa. I'm like, hey, I'm on a bachelor party. Like, can you help me out? She's like, wait a minute. You're a bachelor party like here? I'm like, yeah, like, are any of you from Chicago? I'm like, no. So how are you in my building? I said, well, I, I walked in. She's like, what do you mean you walked in? I, I, I just walked you in. You walked into someone's house, basically. Yeah. And I went to the roof, oh, great. and I was like, if my friends come with like, a lot of alcohol and like, some snacks, like, is it cool if they come up? I like, yeah, sure, I don't care. So she gives me her apartment number. <laughs> she gives me her name. I text my buddies. They all come. They give her name at the front desk. They all come up, and we hang out on this rooftop of this building in the pool, drinking White Claws and eating snacks for a few hours. Just laying out this on is, this building's pool. This reminds me of uh, our, our escapades at Yankee Games, Greg. Just walk in. <laughs> it's basically the same thing, right? Just act like you belong. Yeah, we bought we buy five dollar tickets at the Yankee game, and uh, you know, we great seats. Kind of waltz into field level seats. But Whatever a, happens, happens. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, how do you get away with this stuff? What's the worst that could happen? They say you can't be here. I'm sorry. I would have tried another roof. <laughs> what if they're like, we're locking you up because you walked into our house? They didn't lock me up. It was on a, it was a public roof. Someone's house, Greg. It wasn't someone's house. It's that was not a house. Well, so, it was an apartment building. Yeah, yeah, but the lady's like, "You don't live here. How are you here?" Well, I walked in. It's a fair question. Yeah, it's fair. You're trespassing. So you don't know any of these people that are on this <laughs> roof? I'm like, no. But like, we could be insane, friends. She, she was a really nice girl. I mean, that's fine. Big I, mean, you... I have her numbers, and next time I go back to Chicago in a few weeks, I need, I need a residence. What does there. Judy think about that? Judy thought it was hilarious. All right, told the whole story. No reason to lie. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Look at so this guy. The night before... Talk himself in and out of any situation possible. Try my best. So then the night before, we went to a bar, and we went to like a steak dinner the night before, like you, like you do with Lugers. And we were talking about, where should we go? And it cost $170 a person? No. It cost half that. That's um, good. It was, it was good. But like um, the fiance who wasn't there, like she bought like a bunch of apps for us and some drinks. Like that was cool. Okay. So it probably would have cost something like that, but it was a lot of money. Worked that well. Yeah. So anyway, so we would go out, and we were deciding what place to go out to. And we ultimately picked this place, and someone's like, well, we're going to have to get a table. We're going to have to pick $100, $100 a person. Like, I am not spending $100 a person. I don't need a table, like, with bottle service and nonsense. Stupid. So we walk into the bar. There's, like, a table. It was, like, a restaurant that, like, turns into, like, a, it was a club. Not a club, but, like, a bar with, like, a DJ at, say, 11 o'clock or whatever. Maybe midnight. I don't know. I lost track of time. So we go to a table. We sit there. We all, they get a round of shots. So he gets two buckets of beers, like a bunch of Bud Lights, eight plastic cups, and we just played flip cup against each other for like three hours. And like girls would like come and go and play and then walk, and some other girls would come. And we just did it for hours on end. And there were a t- it was Lollapalooza weekend in Chicago. That is a lot of flip cup. What a what a Palooza? Lollapalooza. It's like Coachella, like another music festival. Ah, uh, all right. So there were a ton I hope of hot- you didn't pull uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You're going to get no. suspended by FNC. But there were a ton of hot girls that were kind of coming in and out of the bar that was like awesome to, to look at and hang out with. The staff was all wearing like clothes that you spent like a Vegas club. So you were in your element. Basically. It was awesome, man. Reggie was in his element. He didn't even need night. Instagram this time. It was a great night. It was live in person. It was a great night. Greg Sussman goes, Lala Palooza. Yeah. 
How how's the nightlife in Chicago? Is it is it a good? It's fun. We had a good time. Is it similar to New York? Is it better? Worse? It's different. I mean, everything's listen, different. There's there's, there's obviously there's obviously like clubs you can go to. There's a town in New York. Just like there's a town in Chicago. You know. But it was fun. Like it's really nice that it wasn't as humid in Chicago as it is in New York. So you could go to like outside bars and hang out. That's all. And not like sweat. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to when I go to Poland, right? I've been looking up the weather. It's like mid to high 70s there right Yeah, it was the same that's thing. awesome. It was like a high of 80. It was like, oh, this is awesome. So right here, it's like 90 right now. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. So that was my weekend, man. How was your weekend? How was uh, my weekend? Flexraft. Yesterday, I celebrated brother-in-law's uh, birthday. Saturday went out as well for some drinks. Pretty standard. And, and then the flex draft on Friday. It was a good time. No laws when you're drinking claws. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. We're back here, BFFs, and we were we were talking claws, and not surprising, given that we're BFFs, uh, my favorite flavor is Frank's least favorite flavor. We're pretty much opposite on all things here, Greg. Danny, what is your favorite flavor claw? Mango. Mango. Yeah, mango's great. So mango's not in the variety pack yeah. normal. You know what? Man- that's a different flavor than either of us said. Yeah, mango, mango's good. So I think mango tastes like Sobe. Remember Sobe? Uh, very vaguely. I didn't drink a lot of Sobe, but I do, I do agree with Is that with the that. drink with the lizard on it? Yes! Yeah, yeah. Yes! Yeah, I never really, I don't think I did. So the mango claw to me tastes exactly like a Sobe. Oh, you know what I, you know what I thought this was originally? I drank a lot of these growing up. I think it was like Snapple. They were Snapple drinks, but they were flavored by sure. like, it was like Earth, Sun. Do you remember those drinks? Yeah. I remember those. Those things were awesome. I think they were made by Snapple, right? What is your least favorite flavor claw, Danny? Um. Here we go. Snapple elements. That's what they were called. I don't know. I I I definitely didn't like. Uh, I think it was pomegranate. I don't think they have a pomegranate. There's a truly pomegranate. Pomegranate, not a white claw. No. Yeah, I haven't seen a pomegranate. Maybe I got one. that confused. For me, uh, black cherry was my least favorite. And, and black cherry was my favorite. favorite. I love black cherry. It's delicious. I like raspberry. Raspberry is my favorite one. All right, cool. There are no laws, Greggy. So I now have. Um, we want to go over some news first before we get into some of this betting stuff. Let's go over some news, Frankie. Ryan Khalil signs the New York Jets out of retirement. How pumped are you? I was very excited about this move. Uh, Dave Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, broke the news to you. Is on the uh, on this this bandwagon. This he's driving the train that the Jets should also try and trade for Trent Williams right now, given his contract dispute with Washington. So uh, that would certainly fortify their offensive line. But even without Trent Williams. Uh, just getting Ryan Khalil, and again, this is, you know, offensive lines are not just made on one person, right? It's it's a unit together, but I think having a young quarterback, you need a veteran center. I think that's part of the reason, ultimately, that Mike McCagnan was fired, because I, I everything that I read said Adam Gase really wanted parodies in free agency, and the Jets didn't sign him. I thought that was a very curious move at the time, Greg, that the Jets had a clear need at center. There were two very good centers available in Paradise and Mitch Morse. Yeah. 
And I believe Paradis was like here in New York. Like everything, he was basically telling the Jets he wanted them to sign him. And ultimately they didn't. So heading into camp, they had Jonathan Harrison, who was like a backup guard in his career, set to play center. So they must have seen something very early here in training camp to tell them, what were we thinking trying to have a backup guard throughout his career be our starting center? We have to make a move. So they lure Ryan Khalil out of retirement. And I don't think Ryan Khalil was ever actually retired. He was basically just waiting for the right contract offer to come around. So the Jets give him a one-year, $8 million deal. I thought it was. I thought it's a really smart move for the organizations. You know, one of the, uh, if not the first move Joe Douglas has made as the Jets GM. You bring him in. You have a veteran center now with a uh, with a young quarterback with a veteran running back in Le'Veon Bell. I think it's all setting up quite well for the for the Jets offense here. Ryan Khalil in a good spot uh, to help the New York Jets. Not the same player he was obviously in his prime, but that's okay. Certainly an upgrade for the New York Jets for Sam Darnold. Can't be worse than uh, Jonathan Harrison or. Even last year, I believe they had Spencer Long as their center, who he basically lost, what, maybe an entire game or two because he couldn't snap the ball to Sam Darnold. Like, yep. You can't have those type of issues with a rookie quarterback last yep. year or this year a second-year quarterback. That's why, you know, that was, that was a, a very bad job by the Jets management, by Mike McCagney at the time, not bringing in a center. So ultimately, they bring in Ryan Khalil. He's a little bit older now. I think he's like 34 four. years uh-huh. old. So, you know, again, he's not in his prime like you mentioned, Greg, but overall, he's going to be an improvement over what they had. So, it's a good sign for Sam Darnold in the offense. It's a really good sign for Le'Veon Bell as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's certainly going to help the New York Jets what they did over the weekend. Now, there was no uh, news from Melvin Gordon that was good for the Chargers. He demanded a trade late last week. And how serious are you taking this? I've lowered him considerably in my uh, running back rankings for fantasy football. I believe I have him down at... Running back 19, Greg. So I have him at the bottom of that tier with Devontae Freeman and, and Leonard Fournette. So you're looking at like the end of the third round, the early fourth round. That's probably That's what we're seeing, yeah. the earliest I would draft him right now. Uh, just because there is no good news right now. No. They're, they're talking about a potential trade, trying to shop him. I mean, even, even then, I mean, where can he land up? Tampa Bay, maybe? Houston, Houston obviously, is a common that up. one. Yep. No, I think... It would have to be on a team that has a quarterback that's on a rookie contract, which makes a lot of sense. So, Sean Watson's on a rookie contract. Winston's still on his rookie contract. One more year. Both of those teams make a lot of sense, obviously. But the problem is, instead of just signing him next year when he's a free agent, if you're a team, you would have to give up likely draft compensation. And you're also going to have to pay him now anywhere from like $14 to $15 million a year. It's a lot of money. Very much so. It's very hard to compete in the NFL when you're paying a running back that much money. And admittedly here on the show, look, I side with the running backs. I believe you side with the running backs as well, Greg. Get as much money as you can while you're in the NFL. You have such a short shelf life. But from a business perspective, you kind of understand why, why it's hard to pay running backs as much money as they want to get paid if you're an NFL franchise. Because it's hard to pay everyone else. You have to pay your, your lockdown cornerbacks. You have to pay your pass rushers. You have to pay your quarterback. You have to pay other skill positions. If you're paying a running back 14 to $15 million a year, Greg, that's tough. It's tough to build out the rest of your squad. How concerned are you about another injury here? Antonio Brown's feet. Now, it looks like it's going to be okay. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more on Hard Knocks tomorrow night. But, our, uh, but Antonio Brown Plus does... the first episode is airing tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, Looking forward to uh, that. It, I think it's tomorrow. It's not... Um, you might be right. I just, I just didn't even know when it, when it aired originally. So. Almost positive it starts next week. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to Antonio Brown, look, you have to pay attention to this. Uh, last week, at the end of the week, John Gruden was saying, you know, how disappointed the team is that yeah, he hasn't tomorrow, been able to practice. You know, at the time, 
we all thought that was because, you know, Antonio Brown is, like, being a diva or something. That might be the case. He might be, like, milking this foot injury, but he's going to see a specialist, so it might just be that, you know, he's just not ready to go yet. So, you know, let's see what happens. I mean, you have to pay attention because you still have to use very high draft capital when it comes to fantasy football drafting Antonio Brown in the second round right now, fantasy drafts. Uh, but ultimately, you know, that affects the the entire Raiders team overall, too. If you're looking on betting any futures involving them, Greg, over-unders for their season win total, Antonio Brown is going to be a huge key to, obviously, what that team does. Whether, you know, if they can be successful on offense, a lot of that is going to come on the back, or maybe rather the feet, of Antonio Brown. I do, speaking of, Speaking of all of uh, the stuff that you're mentioning, I have in front of me. Oh man, it's none of it doesn't. Look, I only have some odds for the AFC East and the NFC East team win totals and splits and whatnot. Who do you think the most money, the best percentage of bets is coming in on to win the division in the NFC East? Dallas Cowboys. Incorrect. Really? Yeah. Well, that's got to be Philly. It is 44% of the bets coming in at the Eagles at minus 112. Wow. Yeah. Only 16, uh, 37%, excuse me, is coming in on the Cowboys. Now, what is that? That surprises me because the Cowboys, much like the Yankees, are a team that's usually bet up because their fans are like super passionate about, you know, not that like Eagles fans aren't passionate about their team, but there are so many Cowboys fans throughout the United States, America's team. You normally see that their lines, when it comes to betting, are a little bit higher because the Cowboys fans bet them up. So I, I thought that you know they would have been leading that. So that's thirty-seven percent. Now the largest percent of the handle. Now the handle, of course, is the amount of is the actual amount of money versus yes. just the number of bets. The quantity. Okay, so what bets. did you ask me? The percentage of bets. I asked you the percentage of bets, not okay. the amount. Okay, so that makes sense. I would say more money's coming in on Dallas. Incorrect. The most money is coming in on. Let me, let me just show myself out while I'm at it. Appreciate it. The most <laughs> amount of money is coming in on the Eagles. Uh, 61% of the amount of money is on the Eagles. Do you know who number two is? It's not the Cowboys. It's actually the Giants with almost 30% of the money coming in on the Giants who have the best, uh, the lowest odds, I should say, to win the NFC East at plus 1,100. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, this is a little bit more like behind-the-scenes betting psychology, I guess, because it's it's the the amount of money coming in based on you know, obviously what the odds are. So what are the Cowboys' odds right now? They're probably like a plus 130 to win. 150. Mm-hmm. 150. I mean, even that, that's not bad. So what are the Giants? They're, what are they? Plus 1,100. Plus 1,100. All right, so. I mean, still, that's like, you're almost throwing your money away at that point, Greg. For the Giants to win a division? Greg, you're a Giants fan. You can't, don't even look at me with that grin that you have on your face right now for what you're about to say next. The Giants, are not, the Giants are not winning the NFC East. Even at plus 1,100, that's a bad bet, Greg. I have all the NFC East wins totals as well as the AFC odds to win the division. Let's see if Frank would be better with those. On the other side. Probably not. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Frank and I here talking uh, meal plans. 
Talking about some uh, little Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh, Blue Apron, yeah. But I agree. So we were talking about. They're like, not how... sponsors of the show. No, they're not. So we can talk about say whatever we want about them. <laughs> I guess they'll read in a second, Danny. Um, and that was just that. How I didn't think like I liked them. It was fun. I thought they did a, good, they did a nice job. Like all the quality was very strong. But I thought that they didn't give you enough like, in the protein. So like the chicken, they give you like each one piece of chicken. I need two. Yeah. You know what Maybe I mean? Two pieces of chicken. Two hey. pieces of grilled chicken or two chicken cutlets. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I need. I'm probably going to be on the same side as you. So I, so we, I wound up just buying a pack of chicken and like supplementing it. Like I did the whole recipe, but I just put like an extra piece of chicken in there. Now the ground beef, we were, we were just talking about like how much ground beef would you normally buy? And I totally agree. If I'm buying like burgers or turkey burgers or whatever. You get a pound. Yes, sir. Like, like tomorrow, uh, Judy and I are making turkey burgers. And I bought a pound of turkey. A pound of ground turkey. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I usually buy as well. That yeah, makes sense. So, I don't know. I have to go home and look at it. I don't know if it's actually a pound, but it looks small. So, that's why yeah. we were kind of talking back and forth. And I said, I don't know if there's going to be enough food. Yeah. We'll find out. We will find out. All right, let's get back into uh, this back bet- into, uh, the uh, betting market. Read, Greg. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I was trying to help you. I was trying, trying to help Danny so he doesn't have a heart attack downstairs. I will get back to reading the read. Danny, would you play some music, please? Thank you in advance. All right, you can get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get into a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match up to 50%. Bonus up to 500 bucks. The offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. NJ only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. And there you go. My friends made me a playlist for my bachelor party that we also use on this one. Deep Blue Something's Breakfast Tiffany's is on the playlist. I, I can only imagine, Craig. A lot, of, uh, a lot of 90s oh, yeah. rock. It, it was a mix of 90s like that and then like stuff and then like Ed Sheeran. Sounds like a party I would hate. Really? If I'm just being perfectly honest, Greg. All right. That cheering's awesome. <laughs> let's go to the AFC. Let's go to the AFC. I got to give him a shot. Let's go. You've never given Ed a shot? I don't, I don't listen to any of his music. I'd probably know some of his songs if I heard them. I don't actively go I'm on my Apple Music. I'm shape of you. Oh, I can tell you the oh, playlist. Yeah, that's can, Ed Sheeran. That's fine. I can tell you the playlist. It's, you're an Apple Music guy. I can tell you the playlist. Sure. It's five and a half hours long. I don't know that I'm going to. Uh, oh, Texas, yeah. I'm going to use it. I've been downloading a lot of uh, Lionel Richie recently on my phone. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why. It's interesting. I heard a song in a movie. I was like, oh, that's an awesome song. It's, an, it's definitely. And an I started album. downloading. I went down a went down a rabbit hole of Lionel Richie now on my phone. All right, I'm going to copy this and send it to you, Frank. So if you want, if you're going to run a, I didn't make it. My friend made it for me for my bachelor party. But there you go. You, I just texted it to you. You now have our playlist. All right, I'm going to so, check it out. Check it out. Let me know. What Hopefully, you think. there's some music that I actually like that I could download. There won't be any Metallica. There won't be any Metallica. That's fine. I mean, I like a lot of 90s alternative music as well, Greg. Third Eye Blind's on there? Yeah, I have some Third Eye Blind on my phone right now. All right, so we... Obviously. We have a chance to take a look. Yeah, Two Princes is definitely on there. Yeah, I have um, Two Princes already on my phone. Um, all right, so the AFC East. The majority of the bets are coming in on who? Not the majority of the handle, the majority of the bets. I'm probably going to get this wrong again. Uh, the majority of the bets will be on the Patriots. Patriots' odds are minus 625. Uh, so probably not then. It is. Oh, it is the Patriots. It is, okay. yes. The odds are minus 625. 55% of the bets are coming in the Patriots. Uh, the, the rest of it's pretty spread out. 19% on the Jets, 15% on the Bills, 11% on the Dolphins. Very spread out. Okay. okay. Um, the, that was percentage of bets. What percentage about? Percentage of bets. The handle. Percentage of money. Percentage of money. 60% or 59. 60% of the handles coming in on one team. What team is it? The Jets. 
It is the Jets. Oh, my God. I'm, how, what's the percentage of that? 59%. 59% of you just wasted your money, you idiots. Not, well, not 59% of the people. It's not the, I understand. Yes, okay. The money. 59% of the money is going straight into the sportsbook pockets. That's basically what so I So you mean. don't think the Jets and Adam Gaines No, they will beard. not win a division. What about the beard? They will not make the playoffs. I hope they go 0-16 so they fire his ass. With his nice. beard and his following tacos around during his press conference and all of it. It's a waste of money, Greg. What? I think some people... Would you rather have... bet on the Jets or the Giants? Plus 700 for the Jets, plus 1100 for the Giants. Oh, God. I'd rather bet on the Bills. What are the Bills? Plus 1200 I'd rather bet on the Bills. Honestly. It's the Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I would. Yeah, plus hash. 1200 I think right now the Bills are a more complete team than the Jets. So Josh Allen brings in. I think too. I think so. They made additions to their offensive line with Mitch Morse. They they made uh, they drafted Cody Ford as well. Uh, a lot of it obviously depends on Josh Allen. Like if he doesn't take that step forward, and ultimately I think Sam Darnold will be a better quarterback than Josh Allen. But they have a bunch of running backs there, all of whom are very old. But the sum of their parts should be fine. And while they don't have a legit wide receiver one, I mean. Do the Jets either? Yeah, everyone likes Robbie Anderson, but he's not Megatron. He's not Calvin Johnson. I think, again, with the Buffalo Bills, the sum of their parts, like John Brown, his skill set fits what Josh Allen does. And I like the tight end, the rookie tight end that they bring in, and Dawson Knox as well. And they still have Robert Foster, a player that I like. Zay Jones, a player that I like as well. They bring in Cole Beasley, who he's fine. You know, he's a chain mover. He's a possession receiver for them. That's fine. The Bills are a better team than the New York Jets. We'll find out in week one. <laughs> so I have the odds for the win totals as well for these teams. I think it's really interesting. Yep. So the Eagles, uh, their total was 10. Do you think the majority of the money and the bets went over or under 10? Over. What, what was the percentage? Give or take. At 10, I'll say um, hmm, 56% of the vote coming in on the Eagles over 10 wins. 90%. Oh, my God. Ninety percent right. of Damn. the bets and ninety-one percent of the money on the over. Wow, we where are you getting this stuff from? It's pretty uh, good stuff. This is good stuff, right? This is from the DraftKings Sportsbook. I like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep playing. Yep, New York. I haven't, I haven't done a good job yet. I was alright with the AFC East. Yeah, you're fine. The AFC East. The New York Giants. Their win total on the DraftKings Sportsbook was five and a half. Mm. The majority of the bets went where? Over under five and a half. Over percentage. 75. 67. Pretty good. 87% of the money coming in, Giants over five and a half. Now, do you think, I would imagine, and this is, I don't have any stats to back this up. I would imagine the majority of the users for the DraftKings and FanDuel Sportsbook are probably in the Northeast area where it's now legal in New Jersey. I don't have that number, but so it, I, okay. I would imagine a lot of them are pro Giants. Okay. That are DraftKings and, and FanDuel Sportsbook good. users. That's fair. Yep. That's good. Cowboys win total. So then. Even it's the Cowboys, right? They're the arch rivals, I'd say, of the Giants, one of them. Yep. Would you think that the majority of the money or bets will be under nine for the Cowboys then? Mm, man, nine's a really good number. I mean, that just has push written all over it. It's a we, really obviously, good number. we obviously have not done our picks yet. We'll do that closer yeah, yeah. to the season. Uh, so for the Cowboys, I think it's going to be close. I'll say, uh, I'll say 58% are going over for the Cowboys. Over the bets? Of the bets. 75% of the bets over nine for the Cowboys. Wow, okay. However. America's team. However, the majority of the money is on the under 
67% of the money coming in. So you think that's the sharp money? You think that's sharper money? I do. They're, uh, the bigger they're bet, pessimistic about the, the bigger bets are coming in under nine. Which is interesting. You think it's tied to Ezekiel Elliott right now? Probably. Probably. Because if Zeke is healthy, I don't... Yeah, look, I'm not. A, there's a reason why I'm not a sharp better. But I also think they go under nine, by the way. I'm, I'm going to pick under nine for this team. Like it, it's going to be close. And I don't have the Cowboys uh, schedule in front of me. Probably something that I should uh, should pull up here, which would make it easier. But you have to imagine they win three out of four against the Giants and Redskins. Uh, and then maybe they split with the Eagles. Okay. So that's four and, four and two in the division right there. Sure. I have to look at the rest of their uh, their schedule, but I, I still really like the defense. The offensive line might be the best in the league still, with Travis Frederick now coming back for the Cowboys. It's a contract year for Dak Prescott. We'll, so see, I what Travis Ke- we'll, we'll see what Travis Frederick is. Zach Martin's already banged up. But even still, I mean, they have so much how's, depth how's, on that How is the defense? Defensive, the defense was great last year. They didn't lose anybody. They still have the corners. They have Byron Jones, Chidobia Awuzie. It just seemed like an overachieving year for the Marcus Lawrence is one of the premier pass Very rushers much in so. the league. Very much so. They have a great linebacking crew with Vander Esch and Jalen Smith. I don't know, man. So go over. The, the day that you were out, Alex and I were talking. Alex Fasano downstairs in the pit. Shout out to Alex. He left. He left. So he's probably never going to hear that. But I gave him a few futures, and I said, the Cowboys to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. 13 to 1. I'm out. I just think, you know, once you get into the playoffs, you have that win-in-the-trenches mentality. Really good offensive line, really good defensive line. Dak is out for something to prove. Contract year, Ezekiel Elliott. I like it. I don't think it's a bad bet at 13-1. to 1. That's why you suggested it. Yeah, All right. Uh, Washington, to me. Washington over-under is six. What do you think? The, uh, the bets and handle are exactly they the will have a uh, They will have a top three pick in this year's NFL draft. I will say um, 80% on the under on both. 54% on the under on both. Wow. It's pretty even. Hmm. All right. Pretty even. You know, that might be something where people are just not touching it because the number's so low. Yeah. But I don't... Here's the thing. Their, their defense is still going to be really good. Not really good. It's probably going to be pretty good. De- the Washington defense is probably going to be pretty good, I'd say. And the offensive line, it's a solid unit. I mean, if they have Trent Williams. But Case Keenum, rookie quarterback with Dwayne Haskins... Adrian Peterson, one year older. Darius Geis, kind of already banged up. All right, I mean, if it was six and a half, I'd probably like it a lot more. All right, that's fine. Want to go to the AFC East? Sure. All right, AFC East. New, York, New England Patriots, 11 is the win total. Oh, man. Uh, we're still going to go over, let's say, uh, 65%. 55% of the bets come in over 11 for New England. The amount of money, 84% of the money coming in over. Ooh, all right. Sharp. Yeah, Patriots, yeah. Over. Patriots. Uh, New York Jets, seven and a half. Just pissing away their money again here. So let's try and figure this out. Seven and a half. Actually, it's not so bad. They're probably in the seven to nine win range. Yeah, they're going to be eight and eight. I'll say uh, 70% on the over. 76%. Okay. And with the handle being 84%. Most of the money coming in over. <laughs> All right. We'll hit the Bills and the Dolphins on the other side. We will also get to our best bets forever. We're back, baby. Stick around. More on the way after this. Hey. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. with you here BFF's final 15 minutes of the program Frankie Stample Greg Sussman with you best best forever coming your way in just a few moments after we wrap up our AFC East win total give me the update here Frankie Bills over under six and a half what do you think six and a half for the Buffalo Bills again I think they're probably similar to the Jets or even slightly better so I would bet the over for them based on that number I'll say 65% on the over. 72% on the over. How about this? 92% of the money on the over. So I was looking at the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook during the break, Greg, yeah. to, uh, to see what the odds are for these. And it, it actually really annoys me when they take a long time to actually move the number because the over on the bills there, it's 6.5. It's like minus 160. So it's like at that point, why don't move they just yeah. why don't they just move the number to seven, seven and like reset it at like minus one ten? Right. I mean, I, I never understand it. I mean, look, I'm not a I'm not a bookie for a reason. I don't I, I don't I don't make odds or anything. But from my perspective, I think it would wouldn't it just be smarter to like move the number and then reset it? Dolphins win total is five. Oh man, that's such a low number. They're going to be a bad team though. This is close. I'll say. Uh, 60% on the under. 48% on the under. Oh, wow. However, 88% of the money is on the under. On the under. Oh, all right. Hmm. So that's something I can interest you in, Greg? Under um, five for the Dolphins? Yes. Probably choosing first in next year's draft? Yes. I'd agree with you. They have the best odds finish. Their offense is a disaster. Well, Fitzmagic might start a game or two, whatever. Offensive line is terrible. Skill positions are not great. I have Xavier Howard. That's good. Last, <laughs> I, last I have is the NFL Rookie of the Year. Who do you think is the best, most percentage, highest percentage of bats to finish as the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year? Well, can I get some of the odds? Because that yes, of probably change what Absolutely. What Kyler Murray plus 180. Dwayne Haskins plus 800. Josh Jacobs plus 800. Miles Sanders 1400. Daryl Henderson plus 1600. David Montgomery 1600. Nikhil Harry 1800. And my man Dan Jones 2000. Hmm. Man, this is an interesting one. All right, so what are we going to do first? Tickets? Yeah. I'll say tickets are on Kyler Murray. Correct. 18%. Of the tickets are on Kyler Murray. I'll say... Uh, Josh Jacobs and D- David Montgomery tied for second most with 11% each. I was going to say, I think the money is on David Montgomery. It's on Kyler Murray. Oh, it's on Kyler Murray? It's on okay. Kyler Murray. In fact, 43% of all the money wow. is on Kyler Murray. What is... Uh, do they have what the odds are after him? What the percentages are after him? Yeah. So the second most is on uh, Josh Jacobs at 9%. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. What, what's David Montgomery at? 8%. Okay. I just really like the number, so I thought that there might have been a lot coming in on David Montgomery. You said, what, plus Same, 1,200? Plus 16. Plus 16, that's pretty yeah. good. Those are really good odds. You warming up. Are you... I like Josh Jacobs, too. At, what was it, plus 900? 
Uh, yeah, 800. 800. Pretty good. Are you, I know we talk about fantasy football rivals all the time, uh, especially during training camp. Like, are we like one Miles Sanders 70-yard touchdown away from him just jumping? I like Miles Sanders already. Yeah. And, you know, I know when we did the uh, Eagles fantasy preview, once we start doing the, the mid-round preview and the running back preview as well, we'll talk a little bit more about this. But I'm starting to get talked into Miles Sanders a little bit here because I do think he's probably the most talented running back that, Doug Peterson and the Eagles have had since he's been there. And that's everything I keep reading. And yeah. this was the highest in terms of draft capital that they've ever used on a running back since this regime has been there with Doug Peterson. So you know, I, be- I believe they used a third-round pick on Miles Sanders, maybe even a second. I think they moved up to get him as well. So I'm starting to get talked into this. Reminds me a lot of Carrion Johnson from last year, too, where maybe it's not the first two weeks of the season, maybe not even the first three weeks, but... The further we go into the season, week four, five, six, seven, I think that they're going to realize that Miles Sanders is the most dynamic running back talent that they have on the team in terms of being able to both run and catch the football. And as soon as they figure out, he probably has a carry on Johnson type impact this year for fantasy football. And you're currently getting him in like the seventh, eighth round of fantasy draft. Where do you have, where do you have him ranked? I don't know if you updated your rankings at all. But. Uh, yeah, I have been updating my rankings. I have, pulling it up for you, I have Miles Sanders at. RB 34, okay. right in the same range as Austin Eckler and Rashad Penny. So it's a pretty good range to be a part of. So I have him, I just looked at it. I have him one, I have him at 30. I just moved him up. All right. So you're, yeah, you're even more aggressive than one I am. One spot ahead of Rashad Penny. But I'm going to, I got to switch some stuff around. I, have, I haven't adjusted stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, like Lamar, after the, after the Jazzy Foreman release, I got to move Lamar Miller up. Yeah, I have Lamar Miller at 30, so he's yeah. a few spots higher than I'm gonna Miles move, I'm going to move Lamar Miller up. I'm going to move Austin Eckler up, given the trade request. So I have a couple of things I still have to do. So it'll be around where your number is, probably. Yeah. So RB34, if I get him as my RB3, as like my flex running back, I, I would love that. Or I, I believe I did a best ball draft where I got him as my RB4. That'd be great. He's perfect for best ball, too. Because you probably won't be able to predict the weeks that yep. he goes off. It's like the same thing for Eagles running backs every be, it's, year. It's going to be annoying that Doug Peterson just doesn't want to run the ball. The Eagles and Patriots are just like the best ball running backs. Like that is the model of inconsistency that you want for best ball. But they have big upside, obviously, because they play on really good offenses with really good offensive lines. All right, quickly, he is now my number 32 running back. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we're in a similar range. Flex right. running back for Miles Sanders. We're right there, absolutely, for Miles Sanders. Okay, let me move on now to our best bets forever. Frank, how did we do last week? Uh, I just deleted him, but what uh, the last thing I saw was that I was one and three. You were one and one. Uh, that was before I believe it was Wednesday's bets. Yeah, so I didn't really track. Pretty sure I won Wednesday. I think I, got, I think I got it right to be honest right, with you. Well, let's just assume I was two and one. Let's just bounce back. We're not the right bounce back. I was two and one last week. All right, I'll bounce back. All right, let's do it. The Mets and the Dodgers. I'll skip that. They're not one. playing. They are playing the Mets and the Dodgers. Mets, and the Mets and Marlins. Marlins. Excuse me. <laughs> it's Duggar on the mound. It's not. I read that as Dodgers. Duggar. Yeah. Uh, that's a 410, so we'll skip that one. Who the heck is that guy? Brewers and Pirates Jordan Lyles versus Agrazal. Agrazal, who I have finally dropped in all of my leagues. Oh, good for you. I didn't necessarily want him, but hey, it's tough out there in 15 teamers. All right. Uh, Agrazal, five ERA. Jordan Lyles, a 5.15 ERA. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are basically in a free fall right now. You're getting the Brewers at minus 160 with Jordan Lyles in the mound. It's the revenge game, Craig, for Jordan Lyles going up against the Pirates. Total is 10 here. I don't love this game. Yeah, I don't like this game. I'm either. not touching it. Me either. Yankees and Orioles. Tanaka. You know Yankees are a heavy favorite. God knows what the lineup's going to look like. 
Oh my Total ten and a half. Probably gonna have uh, Mike Talkman. The oh, Sockman. Uh, it will definitely have the Sockman. Batting yeah. third for the Yankees That's today. The guess, yeah. Who knows? The lineup uh, has yeah. not been released yet. Labor Torres dealing with a core injury now as well. Edwin Encarnacion hurt over the weekend. So I was trying to figure out the Yankees infield is going to look like tonight. And I don't... Well, let's talk this out. All right. What so do we got? Didi will be at Lemay- short. LeMahieu at first. No, LeMahieu will be at second. Probably. Oh, yeah. Mike Ford at first. Yeah, Mike Ford will be at Mike first. Mike Ford at first. Or LeMahieu at third and, and Bravik Valera <laughs> will be at second. That's probably, yeah. At third. It's probably the safest bet for tonight. Let's go from uh, Talkman and Maven being the outfield. From left to right, what do we what do we got here? Talkman, Gardner, and Aaron Judge, I guess. Basically, you know what? I can say they have Glaber DH today. Nah, he's not going to be in the lineup. All right, he's not going to be in the Marcelo's lineup. not going to be in the lineup either. He won't be. No. We'll uh, we'll probably have. Who the hell are they going to DH again? Just Judge again? Either Maven or or Judge, or maybe Gardner. Just give him a day off. You could put yeah, Maven in center. Sure. Talkman in left. Sure. Judge in right. Brett Gardner at DH. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, but I, obviously, you know who would be a good DH? Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, they just hate him. They just they want to get to the offseason and trade him as, as fast as possible. Yes. They don't want him on this team. Yankees minus 245 in this one. Masahiro Tanaka has been god-awful recently. Uh, and I, that is not putting it lightly. The total is 10.5. Even with that lineup, I probably still lean on the over here. Like I don't hate the over in this game, over 10.5. Uh, I'll see if there's anything else later on that I like that we could potentially parlay with, but it's not like Tanaka's a lock right now, at least not at minus 245. He has not pitched well. What I like most in this game is the over 10.5 runs. Girl. I agree. I don't really want anything else. Yeah. Oh, look at this shirt, Frank. What do you got here? We gotta get one of those. Ah, the New York Savages. Yeah. I like that old school logo too, the, the little red, white, and blue Yankee American yeah, hat. Yeah, that's cool. That's dope. I'm gonna have to buy one of those. Uh, Buy me one, too. Right. We can expense that, right, Mike? Ding, ding. What are you doing? Moving on to our next game. It's the White Sox and the Tigers. Lucas Giolito, the ball! He's back, baby. He's back, baby. The over-under is at 8.5. The over-under is at 8.5. Giolito comes in 11-5 with a 3-3-9 ERA. The ball, despite having a 3-6-5 ERA, is 3-9 on the season. Can this guy get some run support? Give him some help. Probably not. My best bet of the night, Lucas Giolito and the White Sox. There it is. Bets against his guy, the bull. And your guy, Travis Demerit. I don't even know if that's how you say his name, but that is the outfielder that has been called up for the Tigers. Yes, he was the... Travis Demerit. He was the big... Demeriti? He was the big piece in uh, the Nick Castellanos deal or the other one, or Shane Green deal. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, I think he was wearing a Braves hat, so probably in the Shane Green deal, yeah. So he just came over. He's already in the lineup. He's been playing every single day. Yeah, I actually was, don't hate him as like a yes. deeper league pickup for fantasy. So he was, the big, he was the big piece in that Braves trade. I read an article over the weekend about the Tigers like Alec Villa just being yeah. very, very bad as really? a manager. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Not knowing what he's doing. Is he just going to bring back his son for like the 18th time to be the Tigers catcher? Probably. Alex Avila? Probably. Uh, uh, regardless, I, lo- I love Lucas Giolito tonight at minus 132. Um, on the money line here for the White Sox, the Tigers lineup is just... Not a good one, as much as we're talking up uh, Travis Demariti. Royals and Red Sox. Red Sox are an eight-game skid. not your best bet, Greg? No. Or you'd be in on Julius. It's not my best bet. Okay. Uh, Red Sox and Royals. Red Sox have lost eight in a row, including a four-game sweep at the hands of the Yankees. Mike Montgomery going for the Royals tonight. Red Sox are a monstrous favorite with the game total being at 11.5. Rick Porcello comes in at 9-8 and eight with a 5.74 ERA. I always love win-loss records in baseball for like really bad pitchers on really good teams. 
For example, Rick Porcello and Jay Happ are both over 500 with ERAs that are over five. Meanwhile, Marcus Stroman was like five and 12 with the Blue Jays, and he had like a sub three five ERA. Just very funny the way that these things work in baseball. Is Mike it? Montgomery, uh, one and four with a 6.34 ERA in this one, Greggy. Uh, it's no surprise that the Yank- uh, the Red Sox are as big as a favorite as they are here. Minus 270. Uh, I mean, let's see this. Something that you should never do. But parlay the Yankees and Red Sox together, who are the biggest favorites on the board tonight, and you get them at minus 108 together. I love when you do this. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Nope. I don't like that tonight. Uh, the total is 11.5. I don't trust the Royals enough to really put up runs here. So I probably am not touching this game at all, Greg. Anything you like? No, not much. I got to skip around, Frank. We're running out of time here. So let, yep, me, yep, let me skip yep. around a little bit. Phillies and Dodgers tonight. Vinny Velasquez, Merrill Kelly. It's a pick em. How about that throw by Vinny, huh? Yeah, Vinny. up by Vinny. Vinny has been pitching well recently. No, he's, he's, the pitches. The outfielder. The outfield. Vinny oh, Velasquez. he's playing the outfield. Yeah, I so saw he threw someone out, right? Yeah, and he almost I, I heard about it. Guy. I didn't he, actually watch it. Oh, my God. I gotta dude. check it out. Dude. He threw a guy, he threw Jose Abreu out of the plate. Yeah, I mean, the guy throws like 95 miles per hour. He almost threw another guy out of the plate an inning later. Had a diving catch to end the inning. I mean, he looks really yeah, athletic. I didn't see any of this. I oh my God, dude. No, I heard so about cool. it. Like, I read all about it. I didn't watch it, though. Oh, it's amazing. I don't it's mind him for fantasy this week with a two-star week. In this game, yeah, I mean, like, the Phillies minus 108, that's fine. Not one of my best bets. How about you? No, I want it to be, but it's not. Merrill Kelly's just so bad. So, so bad. Um, what do I want to go to next? Soroka and the Braves. Odorizzi and the Twins. Bring me up. Best bet. Best bet of the night here for me as well. I'll take the Atlanta Braves, Mike Soroka. We're both in on the Braves, which means that they're going to get blown out tonight. Probably but so. But the Atlanta Braves money line, minus 104. Basically a pick em here between Soroka and Odorizzi. Uh, Soroka might get some votes for NL Rookie of the Year, pushing Pete Alonso. He's pitched extremely well. Uh, Jake Odorizzi has come... Back down to earth recently. I really like Soroka on the money line, minus 104. Second best bet of the night. It's in game two between the Marlins and the Mets. It's Lockett for the Mets making uh, the start spot start tonight. Sandy Alcantara pitched better as of late for the Marlins. I'll take the Marlins at plus 148 tonight as the best bet. Ooh, uh, I'm not going to get involved in that game. Uh, my two money lines are Lucas Giolito and the White Sox and Mike Soroka as well with you with the Atlanta Braves. And we're done for today. EY joins us tomorrow. Another ep- great episode ahead. Thank you to Danny downstairs, Alex and the guys as well. Frank Sample, I'm Greg Sussman. Have a great afternoon. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We, we hope. hope. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. What did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Frankie, you had the 11th pick over the first round. We'll start with your draft here. Uh, some guys that you really like. Uh, Elliot Christ in this draft. Ronis in your draft. M- Modica, Pisapia, the king, Scott Angle, and Spittin' Speeds himself. Uh, along with, obviously, J.C. Heaney. This is a good crew. How was, uh, how was Tim Heaney? Was he in a good mood? Tim Heaney was in a good mood. We all went out for drinks afterwards as well. Uh, Greg, can you guess where we ended up? Foley's. No. A Nando DeFino favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, Barcade, obviously. Yes, we went yeah, to Barcade. Of course sense. we went to Barcade. Yeah. And I ate cheeseburger sliders, and my stomach were all, was all messed up. My stomach, my stomach was not the same at all in Chicago. It was bad. <laughs> it was gross. I gained weight. Ugh, I felt bad about myself this morning. For those wondering, Greg did, you know, remedy that by eating a salad today. 
Great salad. Didn't get any balsamic vinegar on his shirt though. So very proud. It was a strong salad today too. I don't know that I've ever heard a salad described as strong. It was good. It was delicious. All right. All right. Fair enough. A uh, good ratio of, of meat to cheese to vegetables, you know? All right. Well, that's all you can ask for. Any croutons in there? No. No, no croutons. No croutons. That's unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Frank salad. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I'm done with a salad, it's not healthy anymore. All right. So we're going to the flex draft. And here's the first thing I want to note. It is a flex draft, super flex draft, meaning you can put a quarterback into your flex spot. It's a two-quarterback league for all intents and purposes. All intents and purposes. Yes, sir. There was no quarterback taken in the first round of the draft. The first quarterback went to Joe Pisapia. Uh, the first two out of the first three quarterbacks went to Joe Pisapia uh, in the second and the third round, grabbing Patrick Mahomes and grabbing Andrew Luck. I thought that was really interesting that the first round basically went how any normal draft could go. They decided to wait on a quarterback in the first round. Did that surprise you, Frank? Uh, no, it doesn't really surprise me because even in these super flex leagues, right, the expert drafts, quarterbacks typically go later than usual. So. If your home league is a super flex draft, I would imagine you probably see at least Patrick Mahomes go in that first round. Maybe you see Patrick Mahomes and Watson go in that first round. But typically, even in these super flex formats where you can start two quarterbacks, in the expert leagues, Greg, people still wait on quarterbacks. So would, you re- would you recommend doing that? And forget an expert league. If you're in your standard home league, super, it's super flex. I know that. I know it's keeper. But like if it's a normal super flex league, would you take a quarterback in the first round? Because it's your home league. It's not an expert league. Uh, I would not. Okay. Because I didn't hear. I, ha- I had the opportunity to as sure, well. Sure, but expert league is a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Like, okay. I wouldn't really change how I draft between a home league or, or an expert league. I, I, I'm going to draft the same regardless, which I wanted to take a balanced approach. So in the first in the first round, the first four picks were standard. Barkley, uh, McCaffrey, Kamara went in that order this time. Ezekiel Elliott went four. At five, David Johnson, six, Le'Veon Bell. None of this really is a surprise. We talked about our sample first round last week. Those six guys were in our sample first round. He gets a seven. First wide receiver off the board goes to Adam Ronas. He drafted Devontae Adams. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 